Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Good people, welcome. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. Anyone who want to learn more about organic reach, about growing strategies, welcome. Because today we are going to discuss about organic brand growth strategies with Fabrizio Baldini. How are you? Hello. Hi, everyone. Yeah, very good. Thanks. Yeah, big pleasure. Want to learn more about how to grow organically. I use a lot of methods. I often get the questions how to find the right channel, what kind mm -hmm. of methods to use. So, Fabrizio, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you. Okay, cool. I'm Italian. I've been living in London now for over a decade. Uh, I've been always working in between London and, and Europe. I, I work at WISE. Um, almost eight years that I work at WISE. I, all my career has been pretty much in SEO from the start when I was consulting in agency. Um, the same goes on here at WISE. Um, over the years at WISE, I have uh, attached a few other teams uh, to SEO, uh, to what I do, but uh, everything that I do um, still kind of revolves uh, around, uh, you know, growing organically as opposed to other colleagues who, who run advertising. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, I want to start from the first question, how to find the right channel. You know, it's interesting. The reason why I'm asking about that, because I see when companies just check out competitors and do something similar, the same. And I often get the question. So I want to get this traffic. I want to get the sales, just bring it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, all brands are different. We have different unique selling proposition, different strong sites. So tell your methods how to find the right channel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think, that, again, you know, as everyone probably can guess, this is specific to companies and market. I, I spend some time with, uh, with the startups to discuss this problem. Um, often uh, to identify what is the right channel for you is also a matter of expectation as well and timing. Uh, there are situations where uh, the right channel is probably not the right, uh, uh, it's not, it's not going to give you that result at the right speed. Maybe I can talk a little bit about what happened Advise, you know, back in time, transfer-wise, I think the first uh, organic uh, activity that we had in terms of like us growing um, wasn't wasn't anything that we would classify as marketing, but was actually customer telling telling their friends and then telling other people. Um, so the the first one of the first initiatives was to uh, allow these customers to refer their friends, uh, you know, through a, like an invite a friend referral program that could facilitate this experience. Uh, in our case, was like you know related to making payments and uh, sending and receiving money uh, between countries. But I think this happens in many other companies, um, you know, where you have that kind of uh, uh, viral growth uh, that can come from people inviting each other. Um, the the caveat to this, obviously, um, and and I spent time with the, with startups that uh, was not were not that successful at that. Um, the caveat to this is that your product needs to be extremely good, and you really need it. Kind of force you to work really hard. On making a product that after you know you use it you really want to text your friends and say oh my god i use this thing you should really check it out if this is not the case um this this experience that was uh, you know particular to us is a little bit harder uh, to um to replicate and that's where you would probably look at at other channels uh, you know and this was the second second initiative that i actually what i joined wise for uh, was to kick off our, our seo program to kick off our program to 
you know, grow, acquire traffic through Google search primarily organically. Um, and that, that's something that, you know, anyone can do, uh, no matter how good your product is. Uh, there's probably going to be a difference in the conversion rate that you have, but, you know, you can still produce good content, uh, build good product that will allow you to uh, tap into your market. I think this is like how we, how we approach this. Then on that, we layered, uh, you know, content creation on social media, uh, we layered CRM, uh, and, and CRM as well is a channel that we we now run as part of this group of organic channel, but the early days when we had no customer, uh, with the customer that were not maybe so sticky as they are now, was, there's not much to tell them, right? So I think uh, based on based on your company, uh, you know, growth phase, you probably have different set of channels that can can come into the picture. Um, the subject about SEO, I think that at any point in time, anyone can jump into building, uh, you know, real estate on the web by creating valuable content or valuable assets um, that that can happen anytime um, the only challenge i guess that that company need to need to face as opposed to uh, to paid advertising is that this investment is not something that materialize uh, today right so i don't spend money i don't give money to facebook or google today to get it back tomorrow uh, it's probably an activity that you need to carefully uh, you know um, pace throughout a certain amount of time. You need probably a little bit of buy-in in your organization on the fact that this might take a bit. And that's what happened with us at the beginning. Uh, yet, it's not that we, you know, we operate at the end of the day organic activities with a different, um, like, uh, investment parameter than paid. We also look at our, you know, organic doesn't mean free, right? We pay our salary, we, we pay engineers, designers, uh, you know, content creators, right? So, um, it's just uh, it's just a slightly different approach when it comes to understanding the uh, the investment, uh, but uh, it still involves investing money and then eventually having different uh, parameter of the return of that money. But uh, even in the case of organic investment, advice uh, we we do need to answer to finance and, and we need to answer to the revenue that comes on the back of it. So it doesn't mean like doing things for the sake of it. It just means that. Uh, is, is operating slightly different from an investment perspective than than some paid activities. Nice, nice, love it, love it, awesome. Uh, I'm interested about uh, your unique selling proposition. I mean, like you know, I open wise.com, and uh, I think we have uh, a bunch of other companies that can provide the same services, products, and in marketing, if you don't stand out from the rest you know i'm not sure that you can get results but can you tell your unique selling proposition and then you mentioned a few times about creating good content uh, mm -hmm. content creation process uh, i'm interested how you can highlight your unique selling proposition in the content creation process mm -hmm. okay um i'll answer the, the first question on on the on the proposition maybe to even just a little bit more background to people about wines um, so Wise, uh, back in time, TransferWise uh, started as a money transfer company. So, you know, our goal was to transfer money from one bank account to another bank account. Um, and probably, you know, th this is not new. It's something that companies like Western Union have done for hundreds of years. So, like, it's, it's, not, it's not new. The banks have been doing this all along. Um, what our customers care about, uh, which kind of, you know, makes them competitive and unique in, in instances, but also, you know, in other instances, uh, make us less competitive than others is eventually like the speed at which we can operate these transfers right you want your money to show up immediately not wait three days or, or get stuck yeah uh, you want this to be cheap you know uh, you you probably live between country and you know that moving money between country costs money and it can impact your your personal finance and the last thing you 
you want this, this service to be available in terms of coverage, in terms of uh, how convenient it is to use it on an app as opposed to not. These are the things that our customers care about. And uh, if you, as an organization, you relentlessly focus on this, you, you're probably going to uh, stand out in the experience that you give to people. Then when it comes to marketing and content differentiation, um, I think that uh, this matters at the point at which um, you have convinced Google, uh, and I'll explain what I mean. Uh, and then, uh, and because uh, like most of the content that uh, that you would generally do, right? There's some transactional content about people that want to send money, people that want to do more transactional, uh, you know, finance uh, financial terms query. Uh, but we do a lot of content that is uh, for people in in audience for us, right? We you know people that want to relocate country, people that are buying houses abroad, people that are doing different action uh, with with their money. And in that case, uh, at that point in time, uh, we're solving a query that the customer has got in relation to a problem that they have, which might lead to money transfer. And at that point in time, we don't we don't really have to solve our value proposition. We need to give a good answer to the problem that you have uh, as a customer. Uh, yet at some point, you know, there is the chance that you you have solved that problem. You maybe bought a house abroad, or you 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 convince yourself that you need to relocate to another country. And then at that point, you you will hopefully remember us, and that's where probably our proposition that I told you earlier will will come into play. So most of our content is, um, I think, is solving a little bit of both. Uh, when I say solving Google, it's not that we we write in the content for Google, but it, we write in the content for the intent of the user. And then obviously, this user being in market eventually will lead uh, these people to to consider us when when the case happen. Uh, this is not easy though. Uh, we have been. Uh, uh, attracting millions of visits over the years. You know, if I look at the <laughs> Google Search Console, how much traffic we drove in the last, uh, you know, eight years is absolutely insane. Uh, we do not have as many customers as that traffic that we drove. And the reason why is that uh, convincing people to switch a provider to, you know, stop using, you know, their bank in case the bank is not providing a good service is not easy, especially when it comes to money, right? Like it's very, and that's why Google eventually and other search engines, they care a lot about this kind of, you know, financial financial queries because there is also impact involved in, you know, um, consideration involved in the fact that you might switch providers for the good or for the bad. So, um, yeah, that's that's an exercise where also, you know, from an organic standpoint, uh, our goal in the years has been uh, pretty much the one to extend our footprint on the web as much as possible, you know, to help our customers uh, with the view that, you know, even though we help, uh, you know, many customers with the problem that they have in their normal lives, we throw our content uh, still might not lead to them <laughs> using using WISE as a service, uh, but that's fine. Uh, that's why over time, you know, you go from uh, just doing just doing SEO or just a customer referring the friend to eventually introduce CRM where you can have a bit more a close relationship to the people that maybe have already read your content for a while and they are engaged with what you're trying to achieve but then they haven't quite decided that it's time to move to another banking provider and then and then at that point you you know through crm you can probably convince them over time better that you would do than them having to re-google <laughs> so like uh, you know i want to send money abroad and then you have a chance again to miss them because you know there are other people that show up uh, so I think that's that's the kind of approach that we have taken over the years. Um, the other way around, it, it would have been a bit difficult, at least for us, uh, because uh, without a large customer base, now we have uh, around 50 million customers, without a large customer base, 
uh, we felt that uh, our ability to um, to do any kind of relationship with them uh, was not as impactful. Uh, also, again, um, in our case, we are we are like a relatively fast-growing company, and our goal as a marketing team has always been the one to invest in user growth less less so in in uh, in working on existing user in the hope that the product was was retaining those user. Uh, but then, obviously, you know, anyone becomes mature at some point. Anyone uh, start, uh, you know, uh, doing a better job in one area, a bit less less good job in another area. That's why you know that relationship becomes important beyond them just finding you when they Google, because that's uh, you know we can rank first in Google every time that they they perform a query that is related to us, but still doesn't mean that uh, the next payment will be done <laughs> with us, <laughs> which is eventually what we. Yeah. What we care about, right? Like, uh, it's, it's quite surprising, actually. I don't think this happens in, on, in just in the financial financial industry. It probably happens in many other industries where people tend to have multiple uh, providers for the same service. Uh, we have customers that have been with us. Um, this is not the norm, right? But uh, but we have customers that have been with us for a few years, and then at some point they go back to do uh, a payment with our bank, even though they're being overcharged for that particular payment. And sometimes you know it's convenient. Sometimes is uh, is uh, you you kind of forgot that that was the the best way to do it. Uh, you know, at least in that particular situation. So like um, keeping a like an active conversation with with people uh, the day that they are, they are your customers can also help you grow um, grow faster. And you know, and this is an activity that we you know we we employ people to communicate to them. We employ people to write content for them. Uh, but then we we consider organic in the sense that we don't. We don't need to advertise. We don't need to re-access paid inventory on Facebook or Google or any other kind of um, platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Yeah, awesome. Now I opened wise.com and you know what I like on this website? Something that many companies ignore. Simplicity. You know, for example, you know, if I uh, open apple.com, I can see only iPhone. Nothing else, you know, iPhone and like uh, a quote, make difference, nothing special. I can scroll down to find more information uh, about MacBook, Apple Watch, but in the first visible screen, only iPhone. And I see the same on wise.com, you know, uh, very simple, a lot of free space. Yeah, it doesn't confuse me where to go, what to do. Can you tell about uh, simplicity, how to find this balance between uh sharing more and uh less because you know for example i remember mark twain said about that uh, uh, i have no time to write a short letter that's why i usually write long letter and mm-hmm. but we need to do it you know customers uh, can bounce fast we have this uh, uh i don't remember exactly like most customers bounce uh, uh, in a few seconds you know so mm-hmm. uh, tell how you learn your customers to simplify their experience <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's actually quite a heated topic in the sense that, uh, you know, we recently rebranded in terms of like our uh, our experience um, on the website. Uh, last couple of years ago, we moved from TransferWise to Wise. Um, like our proposition as a company has changed throughout the years, right? While when I joined seven and a half years ago, it was purely um, like a money transfer company. These days, you can hold money with us on our account. You can pay with a card. You can earn interest on the account. You can do many things that you were not able to do before. Um, in the past, our core product, um, money transfer, uh, was probably a bit complicated uh, to communicate. Uh, 
and the, the approach that we had over time uh, was uh, to try to be simple yet not as simple as you probably see today um, the reason why is that the majority of the people who do an international payment are not aware that by getting a bad exchange rate they lose money right like they think that the transfer is free right that's, that's the majority of the consensus of the people it's not that people are stupid it's not that they're not educated it's just that this is an area that over time, there hasn't been a lot of transparency. Um, these days, that WISE offer a more uh, broader set of uh, products and features. Um, the strive of the people is to is to make it simple and make it more, um, you know, immediate to get. Um, personally, I'm a little bit on the other side as well, in the sense that what you see there is the outcome of, of some fights, because sometimes when you think about about simple pages, I, to my mind, that with my SEO background, I already start thinking, okay, where the links are gone, you know, where do we, where do we, you know, where is the content? Are we going to rank in Google without the content and things like that? So, um, in certain type of pages, I think uh, that approach is absolutely fine, and uh, and it's probably the right thing to do. For instance, if you open what's the common page, we don't, you know, we 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 don't try to tell you everything that we possibly could in the name of uh, convincing Google. We, we don't need to rank for wise.com, right? We, we, we do, yeah. everyone that search wise will come to the page. Um, pages that are more um, deep down in the architecture and, and, and content uh, that we do, uh, some of it is a little bit more long form. So the, the actual experience is, is a little bit uh, less, uh, less simple. And I think that's the trade-off that uh, any company probably need to find. Uh, I'm not claiming that we have solved this. This is like, you know, <laughs> there are ongoing <laughs> conversation on this subject, right? Like uh, on various fronts, right? As with the design team and, and other people. And, uh, but I think that's, uh, if possible, I think is, is great to provide that simple approach. Um, if not possible, sometimes um, I think people need to work out how to design pages so that even though they are information rich, they don't, they, they're still very usable. Um, Again, back to our example of money transfer versus the example that you gave of Apple.com. You do not need to teach to any person on this planet what an iPhone is, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> when it's coming out, people know what an iPhone is. If you speak to people doing international payments between our countries, I can guarantee that you know at least five out of ten are not aware on how much they've been charged, right? So I think that that's that's the difference on the eventually how you approach the content and the approach. But then equally, even within that, I think that companies can work hard in researching what type of visuals, what type of, uh, what type of messaging can resonate to people to solve that education problem. Um, like that's, that's our goal in marketing and our goal with, our, with organic activities is not necessarily the one to hard sell wise um, in the sense that most of the time, we try to intercept a user that is doing kind of something else, you know, either paying with another provider or comparing providers, but it's not really on to using wise. And the only thing that we need, the majority of the user, at least half of the user, they switch because of price, not because of the other reason that I mentioned earlier. And the most important thing to make them understand is to educate them on understanding the price of a transfer. If everyone would know how much they're being charged to transfer money, uh, we wouldn't need to do very complicated SEO. We were just ranking Google for a couple of keywords like money transfer. There would be millions of people searching for it. We are cheap and 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 fast, and there would not be a problem. Uh, the reality is that most of the people don't search for it. It would be the equivalent of you starting uh, Booking.com, and people don't know that they can Google hotel plus city, 
right? Like uh, uh, this is the problem that we have in our industry, right? That's why like the the role of marketing is not to necessarily rank for all the transactional term that we you have in other industry like hotel flights and you know all the industry where there's a lot of transactional volume on user intent. In our case, you know we could be you know teaching you what is the best health insurance that they relocate to America, but as long as you get after that article, you get one learning from us that is next time you do money transfer you don't need to use wise just compare right like just think yeah. about the price if you do that exercise you would probably go through this loophole of research compare various bank other money transfer providers and then eventually use us if we are the cheapest right then if you are the most convenient right but uh yeah i think that that's a very hard challenge but that's why sometimes i think also some companies they they limit what they do in terms of like organic and particularly seo by covering what is the territory that they're being given, right? So uh, your industry has got X amount of transactional keyword, the stuff that you would be probably running PPC ads on. Uh, you, ra you rank for these keywords and then maybe you have a blog with a little bit of long tail content and that's about it. You know, unfortunately, if there is enough of that, of that demand, like uh, there are industries like maybe in gambling and a few others where probably a couple of ad terms they cover majority of the transaction. That's probably fine. But for industry like us, where most of the transaction happen from people that don't even touch Google, uh, that's where you, you have to be a bit more creative, right? You cannot uh, just open people Googling the keyword money transfer and then come to Wise website. But you have to try to find many other ways to, uh, to you know, intercept them in their experience on the web. You know, obviously, you cannot you cannot write about the weather, right? Like there's a limit to how, <laughs> how far you can go. Just let me give you one example, right? So imagine you are, you are buying a, a villa in Spain and you need to pay for this villa in Spain. Um, there are many things that we could teach you. Uh, we could teach you how uh, to pay a mortgage in Spain, how to complete a, a process of a sale of a house in Spain. We could teach you how to go about this whole thing and buying a villa. If you go further down the, that user and their, and their life, you probably at some point that person has searched, you know, what are the 10 best villa in Alicante that I could buy? And that's where we don't go, right? Because that's where there's a specialist real estate site who's providing that experience. This is not our job. There's nothing that we can help. The chances that you're going to buy that villa at the time of that query it's kind of pretty much you dreaming about your dream house, right? Like uh, it would be, a, a, you know, the same equivalent of selling you a, a 20 million real estate by watching a YouTube video, right? Most of the people, they just watch the YouTube video, right? So I think it, people, people need to learn how far they can go in the, in the journey of the user. But then at some point, it's worth going a bit more far in their, in their experience because that's the point where probably your competitor or not, uh, you can add value. And then probably is the point where you can start to introduce your service to people uh, so that the next time, you know, maybe two years down the line, right? Like, uh, doesn't matter to us, right? Two years down the line, as long as you remember wise, uh, I think we are fine, right? Like uh, the cost of production of that content, uh, the investment is still good, right? There's no reason why we wouldn't want to make it uh, differently from, from paid advertising that, you know, we cannot afford to pay Facebook and Google uh, X, X many pound a click all the time that you have that that intent as opposed in on the organic front especially when you cover evergreen uh, queries um you can afford to put a piece of content out uh, that stays out for almost years you probably need to update it you probably need to improve it but uh, 
but you're not you're not going to waste uh you know that that money next month and this eventually that conversion will happen uh, within uh within you know x amount of time and then th the challenge with this and you know talking about earlier about investment is that uh there's a compound effect of this right the first time you will publish your first 10 articles no one will buy any villa and transfer money yeah <laughs> so yeah. i think there, there's a certain like upfront investment exercise and compound effect you know we need to drive to our properties on the web x much traffic for a certain amount of time for this flywheel to happen um the early days also what you don't know is what of this topic you know i'm not saying that buying properties abroad is, is the holy grail what we do is maybe one of the topic but you know it's one of the many but the early days when we first started the blog with the with the colleague that was with me when i first joined we absolutely had no idea on what to write about in terms of content right like eventually we find out the few series of content produced literally gold but at the time when we wrote them we didn't know um so the the, the, the there's another challenge in terms of investment because the early days you probably need to have enough headroom to spend x amount of time to create good quality content for a while uh, a because the content needs to be indexed rank and that kind of already takes probably a few months and b because you probably need quite a bit of traffic with quite a bit of content before uh, some of these happen. This is, you know, these are particular experience in going way more long tail than probably probably some people would go if obviously you don't take this approach and you write content that is closer to the conversion to your user, that's probably easier, right? That's probably you can maybe within a month or two, if you're successful in ranking for that, for that piece of content, you can see the result, you know, you can have some revenue and then you can go knock at the door of your finance team and say hey i need more money because the last the last 10 article were were a good idea yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. awesome awesome uh short long answer <laughs> well explained uh, uh fabricia i want to ask about your strategy you know uh, for seo because uh, i check out uh wise.com on ahrefs mm -hmm. and i check out uh, top pages and i see a lot of traffic are coming to converter pages uh, simple calculators converters can you tell how to find these pages that will bring traffic and uh your methods of creating these pages i mean like uh because today we have a lot of converters a thousand converters but how you can create content that stand out from the rest and help more users than uh, other converters that you can find online yeah okay um i think that uh like the landscape has been pretty much the same in the last almost 10 years i would say in mm -hmm. that in that space um when i first proposed to have our own converter um our founder Christo, was in that room and uh and uh, and he told me very clearly it's a terrible idea you know not that politely uh, that's a terrible idea why wouldn't anyone go on bloomberg and find the same the same exchange rate right, that we, yeah. we, we we find uh, it's a very valid point and also if you think from an seo standpoint you know there were people in there you know uh, yahoo or xc you know is the wikipedia equivalent worth of link to outrank right so these were people that were establishing there and everything um i think um like we decided to do this anyway many years ago and it proved to be an, a good idea and, and equally we do it in many other area um, with the understanding that, uh, you know, same principle as before, if we help our customers or if we provide answer to our customer at, at some point in their experience, 
uh, this is generally a good idea. Whether this is competitive to approach uh, is fair, right? Like, and uh, and how to build it is also a challenge to date, and but early early days as well. Uh, we have two two teams at Wise that actually work on SEO on Wise.com. Uh, one is the editorial team that I mentioned earlier that write long form unstructured content on the blog. The other one is a product uh, is a product engineering team, the one that build any kind of product tool, calculator, directory is the one who build the platform on the website and 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 so on and so forth. Um, the the way that we build this application, these are like kind of relatively scalable application. They work against templates uh, that are pretty uh, pretty easy to put together from a technical point. Um, there's a lot of debate uh, on the URL structure of this application, and that's probably the key part of it. Um, think about uh, 17 countries time uh, 400 uh, 700 root combination time uh, one two three four five six seven eight nine ten pound uh, is every time you add one amount you add a million of pages uh, so you have to be really careful on how you go about this um, i don't think that to date uh you know some people have copied us in the year uh some people have copied xc at some point xc did a bit like us and you know um, to date, I don't think we have a definitive answer on what a question like this on the structure, on, on the approach. But there are people that with low quality site have been entering and exiting that space pretty quickly. So they spam the site, million and million of pages, and then they disappeared immediately at some point because of the quality being poor. Um, historically, what we do, we invest in, in a product by, by creating the full product. You know, sometimes we launch smaller prototype to just make sure that, that we can rank for that. But then the day that we are all in, we don't manage these in a content management system, but these are separate application. Each of these run a particular product. This one is, for instance, the calculator product. Um, my advice is like to always go after these things. Uh, and uh, even though this might not take a week, right? Uh, for the first year of us competing there, uh, uh, like uh, our founder was right we didn't we didn't win a lot now uh you know this is not really like the key of our of our organic growth but is is an important is a component in there right like it's one of the many yeah. that we have and uh, so i think is about long term commitment right like uh, any company should know that uh, you know as we knew that in 20 years time people unless uh, all the currency disappears and we will have a single uh, you know cryptocurrency but until we have national currencies we know that for the next foreseeable future, people will search for exchange rates, right? So as a company, you make a decision to enter that space. It's competitive. There are many giants in there uh, that us as a, you know, wise many years ago was not the same website that is now. Uh, it was, you know, technically scary, but in practice, uh, over the years, we, you know, we did it. I, you know, I'm not going to share where we are in terms of like the market share of this, but, uh, but I think we made a decent dent you know you know that thing you know that thing went as opposed to though at the same time there are area of that of that keyword universe that we we're not so competitive you know because of choices that we made you know there are area where we actually don't rank as well as we could uh, but again uh, you know on one side is is the ability to build many pages and that one you know if you have the good engineers you can do it the other side is to decide whether you want to indexing Google, you know, 10, 20, 50, 100 you know, million pages. <laughs> these, these are choices that, you know, as, as a team you need to make. Uh, and uh, and that's what we, we you know, 
we have to do and then based on that we you know our performance might change you know what you don't see in hrf obviously is the performance in terms of revenue and and the impact of, of having this um sometimes these uh, especially especially on on queries where there are there is not a very plain SERP layout and this is coming more and more with the new with the new chat experiences that that search engines are releasing but the more there is not a plain layout the more some of these tool they really inflate or deflate um like uh the actual traffic that some section get the reason why is that you know in order to rank there now we have very good click to rate curves for that particular product but if you are an outsider without uh, our google search console you basically need to apply most likely some standard click to rate curve but then this might be different depending on some on some component like the box that Google has got and you know similar to Google flights or Google hotels and things like that so um sometimes again this tool give you an idea on the fact that you know are we doing well in that area over the years yes um can you really tell uh where is the money making pages not often uh because uh sometimes you know at some point we also go go completely nuts in traffic on on currencies that we don't even support in the company yet right it's obviously our ambition to you know have global coverage in all the currencies in the world in in our in our uh, platform advice but uh, right now we don't serve all the countries in the world so it could be that the calculator has got 10 times more traffic this month but uh, yeah. but we don't need it right <laughs> i'd rather not <laughs> have it right like uh, at the same time i think sometimes uh company need to think a bit a bit long term uh, because uh, when we started wise we only had uh, euro and pound so there probably would have not been any need to do all the other currency but uh, for the sake of quality and completeness of that product it would have been pretty weird to have a product that was just doing euro to pound exchange rate right you could be doing mm -hmm. it but it's not you're missing you're missing a bit the trick i think if you limit too much at the same time when you do everything then clearly you have some pages that are href uh good on href but not good for your website because they <laughs> they don't make any yeah. money they they you know so i think like this is a consideration to make but to again answer your question i would still do it and i would recommend anyone to do it if they're committed long term to enter to enter the space if your customer are going to be searching this this set of query in in five to ten years time even though it's competitive even though on on day one seems uh not achievable i would still do it uh, then obviously you need to build the right expectation with your with your organization on the fact that uh, next week we're not, not going to outrank xc for uh converter query right <laughs> like, yeah. not not possible right like unless you're lucky you know unless you you know something happens right? some glitch right but it's not possible right nice nice love it love it uh you know i, I check out uh, backlinks on these converters you know and i couldn't fight a million links, thousand links, even hundred links. You know, like all these pages have like uh, a few backlinks, three, five backlinks, and uh, but I think uh, you know websites like wise.com that have authority. Uh, this authority can help you know to push these pages. Uh, but uh, you have these backlinks. Can you tell uh, wise? Do you use link building? Because I see many companies can ignore link building and have success because of authority, uh, their strong benchmark uh, and your methods, how to push. I mean, like, okay, we have converters, we have high quality content, but anyway, 
uh, backlinks can help you know to increase this uh, impact your tips about link building and uh, your methods uh, to provide link building for these converters okay uh, i'll tell you some behind the scenes um so pretty much what goes on in in the in the seo team is uh, is two two set of people there mm -hmm. is me uh, that uh, so far since i'm advised uh, i never launched a single link building campaign and mm -hmm. that i keep forcing the people in the team to build better pages and better product um, and then there are some people in the team that correctly point out that in some area like you know don't don't talk about don't don't think about converter in particular i think in general we have a large website right there are some area where we might be a bit a bit short of links against competitors and you know by doing some quick test it, it could be something that helps um what we have done up to now uh you know this might change but what you have done up to now uh we always uh prioritize building better and more product um this was because we felt that there were enough opportunities to grow our keyword our keyword pool mm -hmm. And you know the day, the day you don't grow your keyword pool as a startup, even though you do a fantastic job and rank first with the best link for every keyword, you still don't get a lot of traffic. Right? So what we focused in the first at this six plus year was simply build more, build more, build more. Um, the day that we have built so much, you know, content, so much product, you know, not everything keeps growing. Right? Some stuff goes a bit down, some stuff goes a bit up. Um, and then, you know, also on the, your ability to improve the quality of certain pages, right, from a user experience, from like a SEO standpoint, at some point you run out of a bit of idea. And so at that point, uh, I think uh, some people in the team are are like, okay, why don't we do, why don't we try a bit of link building? Uh, me, I'm still of the idea of telling them, why don't you build another product, right? Why don't you build another converter? There must be some other converter that we can build, right? So I think uh, we, we're still in that uh, debate phase to date. Um, it doesn't mean that WISE doesn't acquire link. Uh, we mm -hmm. have uh, a quite established PR operation. We always been in the news in the last year because we are a successful, you know, we have been a successful startup that went public and so on and so forth. Um, it's just a topic that probably because of those factors, uh, we had the luxury to ignore a bit, uh, you know, and we had the luxury to, and to some extent, I think that many people uh, should probably do the same unless they're really trying to quickly get out of something. So if you're into the long term, into, into a given organization, as like we are advising in having a long-term success, um, I always, yeah, I would always build, have a bigger website than the more link on the same website. Um, then if you can do both, probably it's sensible to do both uh, as we, you know, we try to make the best out of the resources that we have uh, in that sense. And the other bit is, in, is measurement. If uh, a team build a calculator that didn't exist yesterday or an article that didn't exist yesterday um, and we get traffic and we uh, acquire a new customer, that's very easy to measure, right? Like we know that it didn't exist yesterday, it exists today. The day you start playing in the ranking uh, space for pages that you have already been ranking, you know, uh, no matter how people try to elude themselves that they can uh, debug what happened, uh, the web is not static, your competitor are not static, your website changes, your internal link structure change. So like uh, having the assumption that you can measure the investment in link 
um, I think, especially these days, is pretty still pretty wild, right? And uh, and the, and us as a company, we prefer to invest in things that we can measure and that we can do more of, as opposed to you know. I spoke with many people that you know when we interview them and they're like, okay, why don't you do why don't you do more lean building? And then I'm like, okay, if you can tell me the difference between alpha million and one million budget of lean building, I give you this money and you can go ahead and do it. If you cannot tell me the difference between half a million and a million, then we don't do it, right? Because it means that the more the more we want to do, the more we don't know what what the difference is, right? And and you can do the exercise of checking where the link goes, checking where the page ranks better, what revenue will come on that page, blah 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 blah. Yet is uh, is less is less scalable, is less measurable, but also less scalable. You know, think about the converter. Um, even though we have the most sophisticated lean building campaign. How can we get more link of XC that for the last 20 plus years, if not more, has acquired links to every possible page that they have, right? Uh, you go, you do a campaign, you work with the PR team or with other digital PR people, and the coverage that they give you against your link structure is, is not guaranteed, right? You know, that you're not paying for this link. Maybe you get the link to the page where you don't need the link, and you maybe you, in the page that you need the link, you don't get it, right? That is, is the type of thing that, uh, um, you know, I prefer to control my my stuff, right? And that's why with with content and with the, with the building assets and products, that's uh, that's controllable, right? If we release two million pages on the website, we can run pretty much a before and after experiment uh, on that. If we improve the quality of the of a page, we can run an A/B test to see if that worth is is worth the money. Um, yeah, I think that's our approach. But again, I. I understand that not all people are in this condition, you know, uh, not all companies, uh, you know, they are a unicorn that keep getting mentioned in the news, not all companies, they go public and all these kind of events that are more uh, link worthy from that perspective. So uh, we had a good wave of of, uh, of links that we didn't work for, <laughs> put it this way, right? And uh, this might change, right? Because obviously, you know, the day you become established, maybe you're not so... Uh, you know, you become more mainstream. People uh, don't talk about you anymore in the news as much as they do. But uh, yeah, but for now is uh, no. <laughs> for now, yeah, no. gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. So valuable. And Fabrizio have the final question. You know what I found that I usually get high results with clients who understand SEO. If they understand, then we can cooperate like a cohesive team. If they don't. Then uh, I usually tell them, take my course, learn from Lily Ray, uh, Mike Phillips, Jeff Coyle, many other great experts, uh, or go to Google, YouTube, find uh, the best place where you like to learn, get the basic, then we can cooperate to get great results. Uh, can you tell, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, it's your first day in SEO. What will you do today to learn more about SEO and getting results like you have in wise.com? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, it was actually uh, like a tweet uh, a while ago, someone asking, okay, how would you advise a small business owner, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like, um, I think uh, both sides, whether you are someone that wants to start that career, uh, you know, as their main job, or whether you are a business owner that has to buy that service, um, I think that that education part uh, is essential because unfortunately um, this is not like a, a standard that is not like us providing electricity or you know or, or things like that um, there are different services with different levels with different uh, 
uh, skills, right? I might be the best fit for your small business, but it might not be the right fit for your budget. So I think that initial part of of like learning and these days, you know, this is in the past as well, right? When I started years ago, there was still a lot of very, you know, useful and amazing content. These days there is an abundance of it, right? So I don't think that you can, and most of it is kind of free almost, right? So um, your ability to learn is in, pretty insane. I would probably spend uh, um, a good amount of time, uh, you know, trying to get like uh, a broader knowledge, but then eventually also deep dive in one area. Um, unfortunately, the, the need of specialism in some area is is increasing. And, uh, you know, the SEO that does a bit of everything uh, sometimes, you know, in my case is fine because I, I am not the, you know, I'm the lead of, of various people that work on SEO, but uh, the people who do technical work are better than me technically. The people who do uh, content work are better than me in terms of content. You know, at least at the beginning of your career, probably it's good to specialize on something, then you can rebroaden up from that standpoint. And the second is like, we did grad interviews not long ago. And uh, and we we like uh, we we took to this grad that they they finish they finish their their education they start in their first job and um, like you realize how some people you know this is, is not SEO related but it's the same example the you know the ambition of this person was to work in social media marketing and the same could be with someone doing SEO and uh, and then the, the second question that you ask them is that okay. You know, let's talk about TikTok, the the most one of the most popular social media these days. And uh, the answer that they give you is that uh, I actually disinstalled TikTok. You know, because I was spending a bit too much time on it. Um, if that is your passion and your career, you know, it's the equivalent of being a pilot that doesn't want to be on the plane, right? Like type of type of problem, right? So often to do anything like being, you know, start creating content on social media, uh, having your own WordPress blog is virtually free, right? Like a domain costs 10 pounds and, you know, it's the equivalent of you missing a dinner with your friends and you can give yourself the ability to self-start on the web without any kind of any kind of cost. Um, I think that's something that I really advise to really, you know, study, you know, some some people, but also try yourself because obviously what, what your experience is, then that's what company also will hire for, right? I, you know, I, someone could have studied all the SEO courses that you could find online but if they never press the button on publishing a single page in their life and see what happens yeah. uh, with Google, there is less valuable than one one person that has done the exact same journey, but has spent their weekends trying to have a small blog. Very unsuccessful small blog, it doesn't matter, but it's, it's, and it's yeah. more relatable for, for your employer, right? These people that are employing you can relate what you have done you know, in a smaller scale, in in a not professional way, to what you will be doing the day you join uh, you join the company. We do this a lot in our in our editorial team. There's a lot of people at the beginning of their career that they're learning how to do keyword research, produce content, and things like that. And uh, clearly, when we hire them, most of them don't have a deep SEO experience. Uh, but then it's fine. You know, the most interesting part is, you know. In the last years, you know, with the fact that everyone has got a, a phone and, and a laptop these days, what have you done, right? That could be resembling these. And uh, if people are more proactive, it means they're probably more interested. It means that when they come, you can feed them more uh, things to learn. And then over time is uh, is successful. So I think that's uh, equally important in my view, uh, probably because, you know, I'm someone that the school was really bad. And then 
uh, work is fine. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I kind of I kind of appreciate a bit more uh, what people do than what people uh, kind of study, right? Even though I completely respect who spend the time in studying complicated things that are are useful, uh, but um, yeah, but I think that's that's what I would advise to people. And, and luckily, this day, any of this stuff is available and free. You know, you need a laptop yeah. and, and internet. That's how far this thing goes, right? Uh, 15 years ago, it would have been a bit more complicated for you to, you know, uh, to. it was already possible, but it was not as, you know, one-click installed type of uh, type of things, right? Uh, then you, you're already on the web and, and you can start creating content, see what happens and... Yeah, today it's hard to find excuses, and I completely agree. You know, it's like it's not only about how to learn; it's more about how to implement. You know, how to execute. Because Cristiano Ronaldo prefers to hit the ball thousand times than read books how to play soccer. And yeah, we need to combine learning and practice. And Fabrizio, it's a big pleasure to get my show to learn from you. I love this experience; so valuable. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Cool. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for having me. It's always good to have, uh, to have a chat. Uh, um, very simple, uh, like uh, just Google my name, uh, search me on, I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter. These are the only two platforms where I'm on. Uh, on Twitter, I have my gaming nickname, but just search for Brice Ballerini, you'll probably find me. There are two people with this name. Me and an Italian lawyer that follows some important criminal cases. Don't go with the Italian lawyer who follows some criminal cases. Go with, uh, you know, add SEO to it, and you will you'll probably find me. Nice, nice, yeah. And uh, I have one more question. You know, for example, if England will play uh, soccer, you know, in the US soccer uh, with Italy, mm -hmm. okay, let me know what will be your team. <laughs> uh, that's a relatively easy one. I I grew up with my father who was uh, racing cars, and I and I was playing tennis. So football is not really something that oh, okay, uh, gotcha. that uh, that like uh, I mean I'd probably be supporting Italy, right? That's uh, that's where I'm from. Like I, I lived until at least 25, 26 in Italy. So I'll probably be supporting Italy, but I will not be screaming. Uh, massively either yeah. either sides yeah gotcha gotcha okay guys you can find links to linkedin account to twitter uh to wise.com in the description below listen us on apple google spotify thanks again for your time love it so valuable. Thanks a share a lot of valuable insights so yeah you lead me to an emergency room where i need to spend time you know to consume all this data because i help a lot of clients in invest in finance and many uh, similar niches so yeah you gave me some ideas where i can work okay guys thanks a lot for listening and watching us thanks for listening to this entire podcast please rank your experience in apple spotify google or any other platforms that you may use also please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift we'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts